Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 348 for Tuesday, the 20th of May, 2014. My name is Robbie Ferguson. And my name is Erica Lalonde. Tonight, we've got a great show planned for you. We are going to be taking a look at the latest incarnation of Stunt Rally. It's a free racing game available for Linux and Windows. Brand new version came out 10 days ago. We're going to take a preview tonight to show you that this really makes it a game that you must have. And here's what's coming up in the newsroom. Road safety campaigners and insurance companies in the UK want to see autonomous braking become law. And the author of Game of Thrones uh, does all his writing using an old DOS computer. DOS. A DOS computer. DOS. And a new form of strong recyclable plastic has been created by accident. A researcher has been able to create a rough, immersive reality experience using consumer hardware. So stick around for these stories that are coming up later in the show. Can you say holodeck? Yes! So close! Can't wait to hear all about that, Erica. Thanks. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be a fun show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Eric Kidd. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. This is Category 5 Technology TV. So great to see ya. This is episode number 348. So hey, if you're checking out our website, www.category5.tv, you want to find all the links that pertain to tonight's show, all you have to do is look for the show notes for episode number 348. And that's your chance to get all those links, all of the details of anything that we mentioned tonight. Uh, so head on over there, category5.tv. And Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here at uh, cat5.tpn slash tpn and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters at cat5.tv slash iaib. All right. Uh, Erica, we've been following you on Twitter. What's uh, What's been new? I saw that you are getting into uh, being a little bit of a blogger. Yeah, I actually, um, for this semester, uh, it's my last semester for college portion of my program. And what we have to do... Well, this is part of school. Yes, it's actually oh, part cool. of school. Okay. And I have to... Blogging is uh, compulsory. Yeah, it's actually, I have an internet marketing course where we have to have uh, our YouTube channel, Facebook, really? uh, Twitter. Category5.tv. Pardon? Does that count? Can you send them Category 5s? I could, because then I'd ace the course. Uh, they'd be like, whoa. <laughs> they would be like, Wait whoa, like, this this is amazing. Like, students are going above and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they got 
got their own t-shirts. Yeah. Available at shop.category5.tv. Oh, I know. I can't wait until I get one. Nice little segue plug, eh? (laughs) Speaking of getting something that that's cool by the way i didn't realize yeah. this is part of your course it's a so part of my Erica course on twitter and you'll be able to see uh, everything i'm doing blog and- uh my blog is it's actually called a uh, natural conscious it's okay. uh, all based on uh just new um i guess natural ways of uh, i guess eating food picking natural like, ways to uh, eat food natural ways so like as you opposed get, to with, putting it up your nose with a budget <laughs> <laughs> oh. So like when when oh, okay. yeah so it's like taking like you know doing things that can save you money uh, when you're shopping make, cool. buying certain brands that you know without reading the frugal la- shopping and frugal shopping yeah. but also eating less uh, genetically modified food and more aims to finding like I'm kind of making up a list of in every grocery store so I'm visiting okay. grocery stores and saying in Canada I would in, in Canada okay, yeah. yeah and so, so let's say if you shop at uh, Zares which is a grocery store in Canada then uh, you'll see a list of food that is all on the A plus list oh, cool. of uh, extremely healthy for your body and not as expensive because yeah. one of my main things about this blog is you know you don't have to go above and beyond with your wallet <laughs> okay cool so finding some <laughs> affordable ways to eat healthier mm-hmm. that's cool are you getting into uh recyclables and environmental stuff or is it all health related um actually more about recycling like i just posted uh last night about making your own greenhouse for about fifty dollars oh. And like I just the greenhouse itself? A greenhouse itself Neat. by just finding old scrap material and making a greenhouse that can actually um I think it's fifteen by twelve feet wide if you had the backyard space. Fifty dollars. I just can, posted can a link. Too, can it be made into a studio? A fifty dollar studio? A fifty dollars studio. It would be studio. too hot and humid. It would be pretty uh, hot. We'd yeah. have to be doing our show in the swimsuits. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Oh, a sprinkler in the background. <laughs> oh, we'll, I just we'll pictured get, the intro of Baywatch. We'll, we'll, we'll get, and it's we'll the get, Category like, 5 we'll get, crew. And we're we'll, we'll get like water. water. Yeah. yeah. And Lionel's there misting us. So, yeah, yeah, like your own mister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it's also, I do post about just personal growth and health and it's something that That's you know really cool. i'm actually happy i get to do stuff that i kind of in, input in my daily life and to bring it out into school because mostly in school it's you know theory this is what you have to do it's okay, nice in yeah, my yeah, last yeah. semester i get, to, get to be, be very creative, creative. Yeah, yeah. and my whole mark is based on how uh, good my blog is we're looking at google analytics learning oh, how cool. to use right. a lot of programs that i'm not used to yeah so i'm i'm actually really happy about it it's on twitter it's erica lalonde one erica lalonde one yeah because apparently there's another one Oh, but you're number one. <laughs> but I'm number one. All right. So Erica Lalonde, <laughs> one, one. if you want to follow her. Of course, you can also follow uh, Category 5 TV on Twitter. And we follow all of the uh, the co-hosts who happen to be on Twitter, including Erica. So if you want to connect with her, uh, that's one way to do it. I had a fun day today. Uh, we did the final shoot for uh, the Category 5 upcoming music video, which is coming next Tuesday night. You don't want to miss that. Um, but tonight was, uh, I'll, I'll just kind of give you a little bit of inside information, but uh, we, we had a, a choir 
that uh, we, we booked a venue mm-hmm. here in town and you know just like category five everybody's volunteers and, and it was just amazing to we uh, we uh, 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 old church sanctuary was open up to us with the stained glass windows and everything we had the choir mm-hmm. there and uh, they were from unity Christian high and they did a fantastic job and and I got my workout for the year uh doing my silly dance moves and everything for oh music you don't video. you don't want to see mine <laughs> but so, you'll see though <laughs> a lot of fun yeah and, it was uh, a lot of fun. i'm sure a lot of people who have been involved in the music video are tuning in tonight uh, possibly for the first time so it's nice to see you i know a lot of people a lot of people are anxious to see this music video <laughs> a pre-release we're saying this a little tongue-in-cheek because there just happens to be uh someone in the studio here give me the music video and uh we also are going to be releasing on roku a full behind the scenes documentary on how this all came about so it's a music video but it's uh, a lot of fun and a lot of people have been involved and and we're going all out with uh with our roku channel and uh, so if you're on a roku that's an awesome way for you to uh see how we put this thing all together so don't miss it. Uh, regardless of whether you have a Roku or not, it premieres next Tuesday night. That's the 27th of May. Very, very excited about that. Also, before we get into our feature tonight, I want to make mention of our mobile site. It's m.cat5.tv. You can scan that QR code with your mobile device or just bring up m.cat5.tv uh, and it will bring you to our mobile website. It's got uh, some great features like live uh, streaming for both video and audio, uh, meaning that you can actually mm-hmm. listen to the show just like a radio broadcast. So that if you're driving or you know other you know operating uh, uh, heavy machinery and you want to listen to the show. I'm, I'm usually at, uh, listening Tuesday to night. it definitely when I'm on the train going back yeah. and forth on the bus. Listening <laughs> to the sweet sounds of Category 5 TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, tonight I I made a promise we're going to take a look. uh, Mm -hmm. We we don't often get into gaming here, but sometimes there's something that happens. It's pretty exciting. And so us Linux nerds are are pretty excited when, you know, gaming gets a little better uh, on Linux. And and the game that we're looking at tonight, in fact, is available for both Linux and And Microsoft Windows. Windows. Um, It's called Stunt Rally. And the latest version is 2.3, the latest stable version. But what's so exciting about 2.3 is mm. that basically the developer has set out to redevelop all 153 tracks of this stunt rally racing game. Uh, and by doing that, they've created new textures. They've added new uh, renewed uh, uh, textures and styles to the tracks themselves. Um, but also they've introduced... Um, blend map noise and a couple other technical things like uh, the addition of uh, emissive light which as I understand is if you picture a car in real life and the Mm -hmm. sun is hitting it you get a little bit of an ambient glow around the car right you you see that in reality but in gaming you don't always get that full effect well that's the kind of reflective lighting nature of this new update wow that's really as i understand it which is pretty pretty cool so the the lighting on the tracks are getting much more realistic um and also they've got dynamic camera movement so um as you're driving you get a little bit of a camera shake kind of effect or it might panning around uh, and we're going to get a look at this game called stunt rally but it is available absolutely free and it's available uh, through sourceforge the link is sourceforge.net slash projects slash stunt rally so i'm going to take this uh just a quick moment to show you how to get there real easy breezy this is for windows or linux so whatever system you're on head on over to 
Sourceforge. Dot, oh, if I spell it right, it will be wonderful. <laughs> Sourceforge.net slash projects slash, and it was stunt rally. Just like that. Again, the links all show up in the show notes for episode number 348, so you don't want to miss out uh, on that as a resource if you want to just click a link. There you go. So Stunt Rally, there are some screenshots here. I love this kind of gameplay where you've got uh, you know all these crazy, crazy tracks with the loop-de-loops and all that stuff. I've got a little bit of screen flicker. I'm just going to fix that. If you ever have used um, wine with... There we go. Screen flicker gone. Okay, so look at that. Cool, right? That looks. It awesome. looks like it could be a water park, but no, that those are your courses. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to remember. Was it Stunt Driver or something like? That? Do you guys in the chat room do you remember um, the game back when when I was growing up? We had a game that had a similar kind of look to this. Allowed you to build your own tracks, and uh, and this is very much like that. It has a track builder. It allows you to do your own stuff. The kids are going to absolutely, absolutely go crazy for this. And again, because it's free. What? It's even better. What? <laughs> it's free, and it'll run on Windows. Sure, that is great mm-hmm. if you're a Windows user, but it will also run on Linux. Now, on Linux, it's a little bit tricky sometimes to get it up and going if you've got an older distro. So if you're running a newer distro that has at least libc uh, 2.14, um, I believe Ubuntu these days is coming with 2.15, if I'm not mistaken, this mm-hmm. being May 2014. Um, and, of course, if you're watching this after the fact, then it could be much higher than that. Uh, but some of the older distros are going to have an older version, maybe 2.13 of libc. So if you have any trouble installing it, it might mean it's time to upgrade your operating system. And that's okay to do because, you know what, it might be worth it to get some really cool games going on on your Linux box. So. Let's jump back to the website here, close out of this preview, and you can see here that there's a download for both Windows and Linux, and if I click on, now, I, I could click on download because it's detected that I'm on Linux and it's going to give me the right file. Um, on the other hand, I can click browse all files and it will show me, I want 2.3 because that's, remember, 2.3 is where we got all the latest uh, effects and textures. And so I see the Linux version and the .exe, it doesn't specifically say for Windows, but we know that .exe is a Windows installer. So if you're on Windows, that's the one you want. If you're on Linux, that's the one you want. should be noted that uh, Stunt Rally is available in your repositories. Eventually, we're going to see 2.3 being the latest stable. It's going to be making its way into the repository. Uh, right now, the version that is in Synaptic Package Manager, Yum, apt-get, any of those, uh, it's going to be an older version because this one just came out. I just actually noticed uh, uh, the Windows... Yeah, it was, it was 10 days ago, 9 or 10 days ago that this came out. So, um, so you want to actually download it, run it on your system yourself. That's as easy as, as it is to get. As I say, Linux, you may need to um, upgrade your system. I'll show you what happens because my system, in fact, I'm running an older version of Point Linux and I don't have the correct version of libc. So what, you, what might happen is you might double-click on the ex- executable, the program that runs the, program, uh, the game, and it doesn't do anything. Well, if you're on Linux and you go, okay, well, what does that mean? Why is that? I want to show you a little trick with Linux that allows you to see, and this goes for any program, uh, what's going on. Why didn't it load? So if we jump over to our terminal and go to where we've downloaded and extracted it, because it's a tar.xz compressed file. 
So I've decompressed it into this folder here. And if I do an ls, you'll see that the, the executable is stunt rally. So dot slash stunt rally, which will not run on my computer because, and this is why I did it in the terminal, because it spews out all of these error messages. Look at this. It needs glib 2.14, not found, it's required. So unfortunately, my system doesn't have the up-to-date version of glibc. So it's time to upgrade my Point Linux. Absolutely. Zorn OS seems to have uh, version 8, at least, has uh, the, the correct edition. Uh, uh, but of course, it also runs on Windows. So I've got it running in a virtual machine, and it's not ideal for a demonstration like this. I'd really, really hoped that I, ha I could have the ability to um, to show you this in in real time with with full frame rate and everything, but understand that tonight I want I want to show you the game, and uh, we'll just get a look at it right now. So this is here it is running. Let's just jump right in. Uh, you can see that you know going through options and everything, you can go through and set up amazing stuff. I have had to disable some things because I'm running in a virtual environment. I don't have all the abilities that I would have if this was my native computer. So if you're running a, you know, if you can run this on your computer, perfect. It's going to look fantastic. So with effects enabled, look, we've got blooming, we've got motion blur, which is brilliant for this kind of a game. Uh, soft particles. So that's like the mist coming off the water, the, the smoke coming off the tires and things like that. SSAO, I am in fact unfamiliar with. Uh, God rays, I believe, are uh, special lighting. And depth of field, this is important to me. Depth of field is where the mountains in the distance look fuzzy, where everything up close is in perfect focus. So it gives you that real depth perception. And so the game really feels almost three-dimensional. So that's all a part of this game. I can't enable those things just because of our environment as I demo this for you. But on your computer, you're very well, uh, you're very likely to be able to do this. I'm just going to jump into a single race just to show you how many tracks, look at this, how many tracks come with this free game stunt rally. So if I click around and I can start to see, oh, well, these look kind of cool. And you can see that they just look brilliant. Let's see if I can find one with a little bit. There's like a city. Tubes and tunnels and flips and things. Jumps and stuff. Alright, so let's give it a go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this. Alright. Moment of truth. I would need a bunch of railings. <laughs> So I don't railings. go off track. <laughs> <laughs> the tube would work for me. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> I have already wrecked it. I was like, oh, I can. No, I it's can a tube. I can do a flip, right? <laughs> I can do a flip. Let's but uh, no, I'm not. Let's try to get I'm in. It's not that good, and I and I need to have more speed. Okay, oh, I can get up on the walls. Look see, at me. See, that's go. pretty cool. Yeah. So this is like a tube. But hey, I mean, I don't have textures and things enabled. I can't because of just my graphics environment. As I demo this to you, I wanted to have frame rate over uh, quality, I would say. On your computer, you're going to get a, a much better experience than you're seeing here. But I, I got to say, it's, it's a lot of fun. And like I said, you've got the track editor as well. You've got the ability to create your own tracks. And just check that out. Nice. 
absolutely free, available from sourceforge.net slash projects slash stunt rally. And again, this is going to run for you. I've got some weird texturing going on. Again, that's just my environment. That's not going to happen to you, I'm sure. And you can turn up some of those graphic options. So there you have it. That's called Stunt Rally. And uh, we'll have all the links for you again in our show notes for episode number uh, 348. 348. I know. I had I stopped there for a second. 348. Yeah, we're there. We're we, there. we are there. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. I'm uh, excited to have yet another great uh, Linux game. I mean, they've been around for a while. Um, mm-hmm. The game has been in development, and it, you know, it's it's kind of been forks of various other projects. But this one has has been quite popular. But now mm-hmm. with these enhancements, it's really starting to look like a commercial grade game. And uh, you, you, like I say, you can download it for free. So hey, why not, right? So check it out. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. We've got your viewer questions, and of course, if you want to join us in the chat room, mm-hmm. it's Category 5 on Freenode. I think, Erica, you're, you're watching that pretty closely as well. Oh, yeah. Hi to the chat room. I was just using the keyboard to control there, um, and I don't, I don't, I, I guess there are other controller Would options. Would it be compatible Absolutely. with other controller options? For sure. For sure. Should I, should I see if I can get back in there and... Sorry, I, I wasn't watching the chat room, and you got to ping me for these things. <laughs> Let's bring it back up and see what uh, what we find here. The question in the chat room is: What kind of controllers can we use with uh, with Stunt Rally? So I'm going into my setup controller options. Input. It does have joystick support. Looks like. I wish I could show you. Now, see, I've closed it, so I don't have the ability to show you. Sorry. Steering wheel. Assign. Yeah, it, ha- it allows you to assign. So w- what that means is even if you're... Uh, if you've got a steering wheel, mm. for example, with the different axes, so you click for steering and you go left, and that's your left, and you go right, and that's your right, and it actually programs it to a custom whatever you're, you're going to be using. So I, I have the steering wheel. I love it. So Cool. That's great. So if people have steering wheels at home, they can use it with this game. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I don't see why not. I don't mm-hmm. see why not. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> So we've got a, a couple of minutes. Let's jump into a couple of questions, Erica, if we oh, could. Oh, yeah. We have um, a question from Al Peck. Hey, Al Peck. And he says, I love Linux, but I also have a need for ActiveX, which is oh. not support in Firefox. Is there any solution to solve this? Okay. First of all, ActiveX is a sp- is specifically a Windows component. Sometimes you run mm-hmm. into this kind of thing where, it's, okay, Microsoft has created something that's locked down that they w- want you to run Windows in order to have access to. So why do you need that? Like, what what are you running that actually needs that? What comes to mind, LPEC? I'm gonna just I'm gonna get onto uh, the search here and Mozilla ActiveX Control. There, are, there are th- I'm going to say there mm-hmm. are three different things that we can do. First one 
and they're all going to involve wine, okay? I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Because, again, these, well, not all of them. The third one isn't. Uh, first two options are going to require wine. That's your Windows API layer for Linux. It allows you to run Windows programs on Linux, which is brilliant when you have a situation where you've got a Windows program, such as ActiveX being the DLL from Microsoft, that you can't run natively normally on Linux. So through Wine, you're able to get there. The first thing that came to mind as Erica was mentioning your question is the fact that you're looking specifically for something that will run on Firefox. So the, what came to mind was the Mozilla ActiveX Control and I'm going to post the link for you in the show notes. I just did a quick Google search for Mozilla ActiveX Control. It was the first thing that came up, and this is the site. Uh, and you'll see that all the instructions are for Windows, but there are downloads. There it is, a 1.7.12, I suppose, would be the latest version, which is confusing when you're used to Linux naming because you think that 1.2 comes before 7, but no, in their case, they're naming it 12. It's not... Uh, not the same as so that's an exe file so you need to install that using wine and that gives you the ability to have this library installed mozilla activex control using wine so that's option number one option number two that i would think maybe even you know i i don't like internet explorer myself and i can see you know i can understand why you wouldn't want to put it on your system however you've got wine installed so let's type in wine, well, you might need sudo. So sudo wine tricks dash dash GUI. Enter. Enter your super user password. You know what? It, I don't want to run this as super user because that I'm wrong there. I don't. I just want to run wine tricks dash dash GUI. I noticed that because it's creating a new configuration file. I want this installed for my user. So by running that, wine tricks dash dash UI with a space in between the two. Go to, okay, select the default wine prefix. Okay, and then install a Windows DLL or component. So that's what we want. Hit okay. And you'll see a list of all these Microsoft libraries and DLLs and programs and everything. So they, these are applications that you can install on Linux to make it s support more Windows stuff. And you'll see that three of the options are IE6, 7, and 8. I'd probably start with the latest that, that is available through Winetrix, which is IE8. It's not something I would want to use for browsing. It's not something I would want to use for my internet use. But it may get around your problem, which is I need to get ActiveX working on Linux. So if the particular tool that you're using, the program that is written for ActiveX, is the only thing that you access through that IE8 on your Linux machine, or perhaps if that doesn't work, try IE7 and IE6 and so on. It's the only thing that you're accessing. And then keep in mind, okay, so you think, okay, well, Internet Explorer on Linux, don't we want to stay away from that? Because we generally, you know, the reason that we're not on Windows, if you're a Linux user, is partially because you like security and you like to know that your internet browser is not letting things into your computer like Internet Explorer does on a Windows operating system. Viruses thinking and things like that. So the thing is, is that when you're installing it on Linux, it's installed into, I believe it's called a bottle on Wine. And so it's, it's, it's basically a self-contained environment. So yeah, Internet Explorer can get all bogged down and everything but then you just remove it and reinstall it and it's done because Internet Explorer is its own thing 
running in Linux. It doesn't have access to uh, your other stuff. So even if you got, you know, say hypothetical, a, a virus or a program like that in your Internet Explorer on Linux, well, it's not actually it's not actually on windows so it can't do anything it can't get outside of this box that wine has put it in um so it's it's pretty brilliant that way so you still have a certain level of security um so that's the second option third option and final option this is our final resort do you know what i'm going to say it's not going to use wine it's going to use a different technology that lets us run windows programs on linux that's called virtualization so virtualbox is a free application that's available from virtualbox.org and uh, it runs on Linux, it runs on Windows, it runs on Mac and uh, it allows you to install all the other operating systems on whatever operating system you have. So if I have Linux as my host I install VirtualBox and then I can install Windows into Linux through VirtualBox. So now in Linux I can bring up Windows. Okay. So then I can run that application that I need, and then I can turn off Windows just like closing another program. There is a, a feature called Seamless Mode that allows you to then take that Internet Explorer or whatever window that has the ActiveX and put it into Seamless Mode so it looks like it and acts like and behaves like it is in fact a part of your Linux desktop. Right, So you're not bringing up Windows, having a start menu and all that stuff, but instead you're having just that one ActiveX window on your Linux desktop, but it's running in Windows, truly in Windows. So that's the third option that I would say. I wouldn't let something like that hold me back from running Linux. I think uh, that uh, the the benefits far outweigh uh, any problems that you may run into. And like I just gave three options off the top of my head. So uh, I think there are a lot of ways, Alcat, that we can that we can make mm-hmm. this work. So please let us know which one works for you, which which you choose. Uh, first two options being the ones that don't require you to have a license for Windows. Uh, the third option, of course, requires that you do own a copy of Windows in order to do it. So good luck. Let us know. Okay. Ready to hit some news? Oh yeah! Exciting news today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. The sweet news vibes of Category 5 TV. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> so here are your top stories from the Category 5.TV newsroom. So road safety companions and insurance companies in the UK want a new type of technology to become compulsory in all new cars. The autonomous, autonomous, autonomous emergency braking or AEB system uses radar, camera, and laser sensors fitted to the vehicle to detect potential collisions. Matthew Avery is director of the research at Thatcham, the insurance industry's research center, and says AEB is the next seatbelt. He adds, if the driver doesn't take avoiding action, it will automatically stop the car to prevent the crash or completely avoid it altogether. The system works by using sensors fitted to the car, which can detect if the car is in front, if the, if the car in front is slowing down or braking sharply. Hmm. It can then judge quickly if the car needs to come to an automatic emergency stop. Despite the research and, pet- and, and the petitions, the Department for Transport 
has said there are no plans to make the system a legal requirement. The technology has been criticized over its cost as prices range from anything from several hundred to several thousand pounds. There are also concerns that could make drivers too reliant on the technology. Interesting. I've got mixed feelings about that. I don't know how mm-hmm. you feel about that at home. Um, there is one thing that really makes me angry, and I know it's, you know, we, we uh, were talking about this video game uh, stunt rally. Some people think that it's okay to stunt drive in real life. And it's not okay. No, totally not. And uh, we just recently had somebody who was pulling out of a a coffee shop uh, parking lot, and there were two people stunt driving on the same street, hit her car, and killed her. And this kind of technology could avoid that kind of death. Because that's just... It shouldn't happen in the first place. I mean, they should... Those people shouldn't be on the road. But with this technology, if it was compulsory, would, would would it have saved her life? I think so. I think it would save many collisions. Certainly. There there is also collisions there's the fender every benders. Day. I mean we we got stuck. We were driving to uh we were getting ready for the music video and we were driving down Lakeshore today and somebody rear ended somebody. And so the whole road was cut off and we had to everybody who got down mm-hmm. Lakeshore and Barry had to turn around and go back. So, you know, those kind of collisions, you know, I don't know if, you know, whether injuries occurred or not. But they could have been avoided as well. So the mm-hmm. inconvenience factor as well could be avoided. So, but is it worth adding another two thousand dollars or two? Well, it's a couple thousand pounds, so maybe closer to three thirty-five hundred yeah, or four thousand yeah. dollars to the cost of a car. But then, in the, in the long run, if you look at you know, if you take the average number of people who get in small accidents and the average cost of accidents, I think if they took mm-hmm. more sti- like more statistics, and they look at point. if they look at that and how much you could save, then maybe if you're a type of driver that's never been in an accident at this age, then yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you don't need that. But for a younger person who, yeah, may not be, you know, slowing down all the way before, especially I live in Toronto, so it's it's like, you know, the New York of Canada. Sure. <laughs> what you're making me think, though, is that shouldn't the insurance p- providers off, like, underwrite the cost of this thing? Because if you're still paying your insurance pr- premiums... You, you wouldn't have to because of they the... Would be avo- you'd be avoiding all these collisions that's costing the insurance company money. They would make more money. Huh? So in mm-hmm. the UK... There's your answer. <laughs> Get your insurance company to pay the extra 2,000 pounds because uh, they're the ones who are going to make money off of this thing. Makes mm-hmm. sense. But it's going to save lives as well. So no, and that's the Maybe main... I'm not so mixed about it. I, maybe that's I, just too fresh in my mind. And I'm like, you know what? This should have been avoided. I, and like, I think if we have the technology now, like using radar on our cars... You know? Well, and the next logical step is the the fully autonomous car. Right. So for those who say, no, we don't want this because people are going to become too reliant on technology. Well, the fact is, it's coming anyways. To yeah. The, like, you remember, was it Total Recall? Where the taxi drivers were just a robot and the, you just got in and told the cabbie where to take you and it just drove? Like, that, I think, will eventually get there. I think that we've seen that the technology exists and that it's, it's getting better. It's not there yet, but maybe this is this one is, step in that yeah, direction. Yeah, that is definitely one step in the direction. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> hey, check this out. Game of Thrones author George R.R. R. Martin has explained why he does all of his writing 
using an obsolete DOS computer. Because it doesn't correct his spelling. Huh. He said he didn't want a modern PC that amended his writing as he typed. The writer of the books on which the TV series is based first revealed he used the archaic system in 2011. I love that the news stories call it archaic, and yet it was what I grew up with. (laughs) Speaking on Conan last week, uh, he actually said that he has a second computer that he uses for his internet use. Uh, He said that he never feared a virus infection uh, on his computer and deleting his work because he had this secret weapon. DOS. Martin added, I actually like it. It does what I want a word processing program to do, and it doesn't do anything else. I don't want any help, you know? He goes on to say, I hate some of these modern systems where you type a lowercase letter and it becomes a capital. I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want a capital. If I wanted a capital, I'd have typed a capital. (laughs) I know how to work the shift key. Stop fixing it. I like this guy. I like his attitude. I like that he is so old school that he's using DOS. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think uh, that, okay, while at the first glance, the you know, catching the headline, you think, oh, that's crazy. DOS, what, WordPerfect 3.1 or something? <laughs> and uh, But then you realize, no, well, it's kind of like a typewriter. Mm-hmm. If I make a mistake, it's there, but, but I can backspace over it feel sorry for his editors who have to deal with old WPD files. <laughs> yeah. But hey, if it works, it works, right? Don't break it if it ain't fixed. Uh, don't fix it if it ain't broke. Get that one right. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of cool, Erica. Yeah, I, I actually totally love this story. So researchers have developed a collection of new plastics that are recyclable and adaptable. And the discovery began with a laboratory mistake. They include strong, stiff plastics and flexible gels that can mend themselves if torn. What? Dr. Uh, Jeanette Garcia from IBM's Al Madden Research Center in San Jose stumbled upon the new plastics when she accidentally left one of the three components out of a reaction. Dr. Garcia told the BBC... I had this chunk of plastic. I had to figure out what it what it was. I had to smash my round bottom fla- flask with a hammer. <laughs> wow. That chunk of plastic proved to be tremendously hard and stable. It can be uh, digested in acid, reverting to its original components. This digestion reaction allows the chemical building blocks to be reused. Until now, none of the thermos... Um, thermoset plastics could be recycled. These are materials commonly used to manufacture modern cars and aircraft. Cool. These findings reported in the Journal of Science can lead to cheaper and greener cars, planes, and electronics. Never a bad thing to find something that can have a positive environmental impact, but I didn't realize that the materials used in the manufacture of cars and planes was not recyclable. No, you, you would think it would be because there's thought, so many of them being produced. This is like an, apparently an age-old problem that they need light materials for these things, but uh, it is not. It's like you know a, a blend kind of polymer mix that you know they can't recycle it. But now to have accidentally discovered, I love that quote. I had this chunk of plastic. 
<laughs> I just pictured it. Just that's great. Whoops! I just solved this major problem. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to stand on a holodeck? Like just go anywhere. We're a long ways away from that type of technology. However, Oliver Kralos has combined three Kinect sensors with an Oculus Rift. That's that headset. And uh, is able to import a 3D representation of himself into virtual reality. Albeit a little bit wobbly. But it's a step in the right direction. The Kinect's video stream is merged before being fed into the Oculus headset, giving the impression of a solid 3D object. In this instance, as you can see in the picture, the object is Mr. Kralos himself, who can be seen uh, in his virtual office. So to him, through the Oculus, he's actually able to interact with this environment. And when he holds up his hand, he can see a distorted but obvious hand where his hand is which is pretty incredible uh it's low resolution at this point it's prone to glitches as you can see however uh it is still in the early stages of prototype development but kind of exciting to think that that kind of thing is at least on the horizon enough and i think the oculus headset is is at the forefront of making this kind of thing possible um, like you remember uh, the movie Gamer? I have not seen Gamer. Oh, well, in Gamer, it's kind of... It's is it putting virtual? V- vir- it's not virtual. It is virtual. It's using human players. Oh, okay. But this, to me, like, I'm just thinking, like, ding, 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 gaming community. Like, imagine... Whoa. Multiplayer. Like, Unreal Tournament 4.1. Nice. And would be even better for me if there's girls out there who play video games. When people think you're a four-year-old boy or <laughs> a 15-year-old boy or anything and you're saying, I'm a girl, you'd say, hey, you just got killed by a girl. Like, now they actually know. <laughs> that's, that's why this matters to you. <laughs> this Sweet. is what matters. Look like, at me. <laughs> I just... I'm a distorted <laughs> image of a girl. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> well, those are the top stories from the Category 5 TV newsroom. The Category 5 t- dot TV newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions by our community of viewers. If you have a news story you think is worthy of an on-air mention, email newsroom at category5.tv. For the Category 5.tv newsroom, I'm Erica Lalonde. Thanks, Erica. Well done tonight. I want to say welcome to our newly established viewers, awesome registered viewers on our website, category5.tv. Let's take the list, starting with Fort Wayner. Welcome to the show. Thanks for registering at category5.tv. We have Ramatic. Oh, yeah? Ramatic. Two, two C's at the end. Ramatic. Let's be Klingon. Trying, but welcome. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. And Jared D.W. <laughs> welcome. Just draw out the Jer. <laughs> Jared D.W. D.W. Nice to see you. Nice to have you joining us. I also want to say hey to Mexico City. There you are, San Jose. We heard from you tonight. San Diego. Yuma, 
Nice to have viewers in Amsterdam and Rotterdam and Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio. Nice to see everybody. Thank you for joining the show tonight. This is Category 5 Technology TV. We broadcast every Tuesday night, and we are live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. And it's so great to see that uh, we've got viewers all over the world, and lots of you. Thanks for joining us here. Our website is www.category5.tv. If you haven't already been there, maybe you're watching on Roku or Miro Internet TV or YouTube, and you want to check out the show, get to know us, it's category5.tv. Hey to the chat room. Want to say hey to Jay Blake 58 and Jay Lim. I also see uh, Rob Gore joining us live tonight. Nice to see you, as always. Whiskey Zero, good to see you. Jot and Dave Maydu, Dennis Kelly, Dreamer, Bob K54, Cirrus Minor. Did I miss anybody? Uh, I can't possibly cool say dude. Hi to all of hey, cool dude. Dave 26, Dave. Albuquerque Turkey. The chat room, Tennessee Frank. Is saying that uh, you got all the easy, the easy. Did I get the easy ones? Easy ones. Nice, well planned. Got lucky. You know, Jer wasn't all that hard. Jer W. Jer D W. I just I don't know how you wanted to pronounce it. <laughs> it's already bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we've got a couple more minutes left for uh, some more of your questions. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, actually, we're live interactive. Uh, if you're new here, uh, we've got a chat room, Category mm-hmm. 5 on Free Note. It's a lot of fun. Join us during a live show, interact with the community and with us here. Yeah, and if you have any questions, I'd love to answer it in the chat room. Hey, and Apple Polar Bear. Um, Just saying hi, Albuquerque. Hi, everyone. Oh, so that's how hey, ABQT... Albuquerque, Turkey, yeah. Okay. It's like a license plate number where you got to guess. Oh, A-B-Q-T-K-Y. <laughs> I just got when, when people did the G and then the great. So they do the yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the G8. So like great yeah. and like GR8. And I just uh-huh. I just got that this year. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually have a bunch of viewer questions. We will do our best. So we will do our best to get through them. <laughs> but actually, we have a pretty interesting one about the Roku channel. Oh, cool. And it's just one, and it's from uh, Bruce Sanderson. And hey, Bruce. just for everyone who just started to use Roku, um, he wants to know how does he accumulate viewer points when he watches all the shows, especially when he watches Category 5. That is an interesting question. Category 5 viewer points are a really fun way to be a part of the community because as you interact with us, as you do things on the site, you get more and more points. And then you become, you know, perhaps you are featured as one of the top 10 earners of the week and you show up right on our homepage with a link to your profile. Uh, There are awards that you can win on our website, which are just virtual awards at this point. But uh, we also sometimes send out coupons and things like that to our award recipients. And uh, so it's an interesting question. Okay, I'm on Roku. And how do I earn points? Well, the fact is viewing doesn't get you any points. What gets you points is to get onto our website, register on category5.tv, and interact with the site, uh, which is navigating the site. Uh, You'll notice that for every day that you log in, you get 10 viewer points, for example. So if you have a registered account, you log in every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you've got 30 points. 
So it's as easy as that. Speaking of Roku, I'm so excited about this device. I love it. Uh, Erica, where's your Roku? Is it hooked up? Is it running? No. <laughs> I'm late on everything. Cat5.tv slash Roku. <laughs> if you haven't got one yet. I am, though. You've got to go so over there. Cat5.tv slash Roku is just a quick little write-up that I've done, which takes all of their devices. There are four devices right now that are on the current line and mm-hmm. breaks it down and says, here's why you might want this one. Here's why you might want this one. What's better about this one? Because fact is, is you get into these technical specifications on Amazon or whatever. It's like, okay, well, just tell me what I want. And so I've broken it down and said, okay, here's why you might want the Roku too, but because it will hook up to an older TV. For example, here's why you might want the Roku 3 because it's full HD connected to an HD TV through HDMI and has a gaming remote so that you can play Angry Birds. So that's all broken down for you in plain text. And you can buy them right through us and it supports the show when you do so. Once you get there, you get onto our website, you get uh, or you, you go to the Roku channel store and you add Category 5 TV to your Roku. You can watch live, you can watch on-demand video, and we've got all the behind-the-scenes uh special backstage pass features that you can't get anywhere else. They're all on our Roku channel. So welcome to our Roku viewers. Mm-hmm. Get Wait. a Roku. I, I am. Get a I'm Roku. I'm to. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually Nothing really impressed. Back. They're really cheap. I, yeah, they are. They're really cheap. I'm really impressed with it. I, I can't wait to get one. It's the one with the microphone, not the microphone, the uh, head, head, headphones, because I like that. I love that. I think that's good because then... It's a headphone jack built into the remote control. So you plug in the headphones and you're listening in full hi-fi stereo. Hi-fi, that, that's an old school word. In full stereo quality, like an MP3 player, but it's wireless and the range is exceptional too. I guess it's FM because I go upstairs with it and it doesn't lose signal. It's not line of sight. Mm-hmm. So it's great. So, anyways. Well, I definitely like that feature to it. I don't have that mm-hmm. in my regular TV. Yeah. And I, I like know. it because I don't, I don't have cables, so I just hook it all up <laughs> together. <laughs> so I hope that that answered the question. Really, just get onto our website and you'll be able to earn points. As a registered viewer, you've got to be registered on our site in order to accumulate points. And good luck. And once you get to a certain threshold, you'll start to show up on the uh, on the list as well, and you can work your way up. So you never know. We tend to throw some points your way just for participating in the show. It will happen. Thanks for the question. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you got from? Oh, actually, uh. Mr. Naturopathy says in the chat room, if he gets any points in the future, he'd like to donate them to Erica so she can get a Roku. <laughs> That's got to be worth something, right? That'll be worth everything. That'll be... Can you donate... Points? Cash? Because that'll get her a Roku. That'll get us a new camera so that my face isn't in blur. How come your face is crystal clear and my face is blurry? That's not fair. Normally, it's the other way around because I'm so fluorescent. Oh. I illuminate light. Is that what it is? It's yeah. the color of your shirt that's doing that. Oh, really? No, I'll be so, it's not. Oh. It's the camera. I'll be wearing we need a new camera. <laughs> yes, so we do. We're saving up. <laughs> Thank you, Jot. Jot always has something to say in the chat room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, it's yes, yes. it's nice to hear from everybody in the chat room. I wish I could keep up with everybody. 
We're getting there. We're getting getting there. there. Okay, you got another question for oh, me? Oh, yes. We've we got lots of questions, but we get to one more, or maybe two more. We'll see. So this is from Don. Um, I could not find a way to connect yet in Pigeon, but it did. Okay. But I did come up with a solution. So he said I can watch the weekly show live on my Roku and use my laptop to connect to Category Five chat room. Yes. From the website. Uh, from the website, not the website. Sorry. Hmm. And we'll try that <laughs> next week. It, it, and he says it's nice to be able to see the video, hear the audio, and see what's happening in the chat room. And he's just saying, as just you know, as an informative, like he he could not find a way to connect in Pigeon, so he came up yeah. with a different solution. And that's, so that's cool. Really cool. And I love the and a lot of viewers do this, where they've got the show playing up on the big screen on the Roku or whatever device mm-hmm. it is that you're using, um, and then you're using a laptop for chat or netbooks or whatever else. Um, going over to our website, category5.tv, you'll see interact and then chat room. And you'll see use our web chat room, which is handy for just using from anywhere. Use your own application. That's what you want to when you want to use Pigeon. But it's like, okay, well, how do I do it? You know, connect with an IRC client. There's the information. But how does it actually work? Eric and I, in fact provided a nice little video demonstration here that if you push play on that video that's going to answer your questions as to how to get things working on pigeon i think that's going to get you there um, and pigeon just so you're aware for those of you who are going what what if it's not about food it's about birds this is pigeon so i've got my chat room all set up and i can actually see the viewers that are interacting in the chat room and what's going on, it's a really great way to use Category 5's chat room. And it allows you to look back over your you know, conversations and things like that. But it's just an, an easy way to connect in and be able to use the chat room, not just during the live show, but through the week as well. So, Thanks for the email. I'm glad that, uh, that you've found a way mm-hmm. to, to make it work for you. Uh, from the chat room, Dave uh, Maydew saying, I'm using... Hi, uh, X chat on one monitor one. Mm-hmm. and the show on the other. There you go. So two screens. X chat is another. You know, it's an alternative to Pigeon. Uh, it's a l- probably Linux based, I would think. Um, and uh, then on the other screen, watching the show. That's kind of cool. So and Pigeon with a D. With yes. The D. Pigeon. Pigeon. P i d g i n. And we have another question from hey. Russell One. Hey, Russell One. So he says, well, I have a Dell Inspiron uh, B130 um, with Windows XP. I downloaded the software from Point Linux. Yes. What awesome. do I What do I do to install it? Oh. And he needs help. Okay, so you've got so he has Windows, the software. Windows XP right now. Yes. Okay, so when you download... A Linux distribution, you're going to get what's called an ISO file. What that is, is it's a, a duplicate of what the CD data is for that bootable CD or DVD. So do you have a DVD burner? Because you're going to need one, uh, most likely. That's, that's the easiest way. I'd like to give you an easy way. You're on Windows XP. So the problem is Windows XP does not know how to work with ISO files. And if you're not familiar with them, you're not going to be able to do anything with it. So there was a program, and I'm going to do a quick search here. And again, this is going to be in the chat, uh, the show notes for episode number 348. The program was called CD Burner XP. That's the one that comes to mind. 
because you're on Windows XP and you need to be able to burn an ISO file. It still exists. This is wonderful. CD Burner XP is free to download and install on your computer. There it is. CD Burner XP dot SE. By downloading this program, installing it on your XP machine, now you can br you can open that ISO file as a DVD image into that program on Windows XP. Windows XP will then, you'll need to insert a blank DVD disk and then run through the burner process. It's very similar if you're familiar with um, uh, like Nero or um, perhaps X3B on Linux, um, something like that, or Bracero. Um, it's similar to those applications, but it allows you to take that ISO file and turn it into an actual working DVD. Then, if you don't need anything on your computer, fine, proceed to just reboot, boot from the DVD and install the operating system. However, if, uh, if you do need to back up, make sure you do back up before you go through the process of installing Point Linux or any Linux distro because it's a destructive process. It's going to wipe out Windows XP and replace it with itself and it will be a fresh, clean install. So your computer will be good as new, but you'll lose all of your programs, all of your um, documents and pictures and videos and everything, internet favorites. Think about the things that you use, email, uh, contacts, all that stuff. So you need to back those things up if you need those. And then go through the process and you're good to go. If you're stuck, absolutely let us know. Um, but it will, that program, CD Burner XP, will convert your ISO image that you've downloaded into uh, a DVD that you can boot from. So, thanks for the question. Good luck. Love to hear that you've made it onto Linux. So, we're we're just right about out of time. It's hard to believe. Uh, don't forget that next Tuesday night uh, we're going to be launching that music video. Very very excited about that. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun putting this thing together. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I've been there for you know pretty much every moment. I, I know that some viewers, uh, based on my blog at baldnerd.com, some viewers have sent in videos as well that are going to be included in the music video. Um, if you missed that, you can still get over to baldnerd.com if you're really quick with a camera and send us the the uh, the video track. I'll probably still accept them up until the point where I just can't because we've maxed out our our video. Basically, we've got about 100 hours of video condensed into 2 minutes and 30 seconds. So, how do you like that? <laughs> this has been a fun minutes? fun night. Time flies by every time. Uh, make sure you get onto our website, category5.tv. And thanks for being here tonight. Yeah, thanks for being a part of the chat room. Um, actually, WebSock is now a part of the chat room. Is it? This is a new, yep. a new thing? New it's like WinSock <laughs> slash website kind of hybrid. Yeah, WebSock has now been born. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to develop, I think, a Category 5 dictionary. It's going to have words like beta, beta, where the distinction between beta and beta is made very, very clear. Where <laughs> my software is not my fish, for example. Would be a really good idea. Things like WebSock. We're gonna have to come up with a definition. <laughs> We're gonna have to come up. Uh, a We're web, still working on it. A website that you have trouble pronouncing. Call it a WebSock. You just cover it up. Oh, okay. Sock. We'll, we'll refine that. We'll refine <laughs> that. 
come up with something different. <laughs> well, this is Category 5 Technology TV. That's our website, Category5.tv. My name's Robbie Ferguson. And my name's Eric Long. I am looking forward to seeing you again next Tuesday night, so don't miss it. We'll see you next Tuesday. Have a great week, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. 